Today's podcast, we're going to be discussing habits and why they're really important to have a positive habits and how we can adapt negative habits. So, welcome. Um, I'm Johnny Pardo. So, I'm a self-published author on mental health and personal growth, and I'm also a YouTube speaker on the topic. So, I found personally that habits have helped me form my good practices in life and how I'm able to achieve more goals going through. So I'm always exploring better habits in how I can develop myself. So I think it's a really good talking point, certainly Jamie today. Yeah, uh, I'm Jamie from Correct Careers Coaching, um, a manager, director and founder, which I've set up a business earlier this year. And the business focuses on sales training, career coaching and employment solutions. And like Johnny was saying, um, the way to be successful, I believe, within your personal life or your career life is having strong habits and a mindset that can help you overcome any challenging situation and also improve your own performance. So habits are a really important topic to speak about. And let's just talk around, you know, what are habits, Johnny? What would your interpretation of that be? Absolutely. So... We've talked about getting some good habits in place there, but actually we all have habits. So we have habits, whether they're good or bad. Everyone has habits day to day. The way we go through our routine, we have habits. So whether that's getting out of the shower and then quickly grabbing some breakfast and rushing out the door, that might be a habit. You're doing it consistently every day. Or whether it's getting up and meditating in the morning and sitting for 10 minutes listening to your breath or whatever meditation you're doing, or you could be doing a bit of exercise, that's a habit. So a habit is something you do consistently, day to day, as a routine. It's some, or something you do very regularly. It doesn't necessarily have to be every day. And that's what my interpretation is. But to get to goals and to actually develop a good kind of lifestyle, you've got to have habits that are consistent in that. So what you do consistently really helps you to get to where you want to be. Yeah, I think that's a very good point there. I mean, it's easy to talk about habits, and I'm sure we've all had habits, whether they're bad habits, like eating too much chocolate or something something like that. (laughs) Been there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I think we all have. Um, But to actually understand, you know, why habits uh, are important, um, because if we are consistent with our habits, we can achieve, you know, what we set our minds to, what we set certain daily tasks too and I think for most people would probably agree that being consistent um, with tasks or within your personal development it's better to have a habit because you're more comfortable and confident in doing those habits it's something that you've acquired a skill in and and not afraid to to do that daily so I I think it's important to really understand why habits can be seen as a positive thing rather than a a negative thing shall we say. Absolutely. I think it's very important to actually recognise what habits you've got because as human beings, we're all very busy people. Obviously, some of us more than others. um, You probably know yourself, Jamie, is a very busy man. Um, And in this day and age, especially in England or kind of the Western sort of culture environment, we're, we're very busy people sort of rushing about. So there's a tendency for us to get into autopilot mode, as they call it. Mm, So we're actually we keep doing things without necessarily recognising we're doing them. So I talked about getting up, jumping in the shower quickly and grabbing something to eat and then leaving the door 
sorry, leaving that flat or house, opening a door and then rushing to work. I mean, that's a bit of an autopilot mode. Yeah. But actually, that could be something that's not benefiting you. And when you're able to identify what your habits are, that can be a really good bit of self-awareness to actually understand if that's in line with where you want to go. I mean, because you could look at that too. I think it's fascinating what you said there. You could look at two sides of it. Some people, like I know specifically, you know, they're quite spontaneousness. And, and they like to live on the moment and, you know, go, go with the direction of the day. Um, me, myself, personally, I like to stick to routine. And I think that's because I've got, you know, so many goals or tasks I want to achieve that day. And, you know, for me, a habit is something to be organised with, to keep myself on track and to accomplish those types of tasks in a day. Would you, what, what, would you say you are a bit more spontaneous or do you prefer to have habits and organisation? I'm, I'd say I'm quite similar to you, actually, in that, in that respect. In fact, um. It sounds a bit over the top, but I've actually got a bit of a kind of habit board to remind me to do things. So it's when I'm forming a new habit, certainly, that I just remind myself to do it day to day. So whether when I started meditating, for example, or trying to get in my Miracle Morning Routine, which is a very highly recommended book by Hal Elrod on starting your day right. I've heard of that, it's fantastic. Yeah, um, it's about actually remembering to do the right thing. So I quite like to have a bit of organisation, but you have to allow spontaneous moments in your life and a bit of flow, else we get a bit stuck in doing the same boring things. But there are certain things that you need to repeat, I feel, to do things over again. So for example, if you want to be if you want to improve your football skills, it's, I'm, I'm not going to be a professional footballer. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Well, that wasn't but... very positive there, wasn't it, Johnny? <laughs> no, but I want to improve my football, you know, footballing ability a little bit. So what I'll do is every five to ten, every five, sorry, every day, five to ten minutes, I'll, you know, have a bit of a kick about. Just do some kick-ups, kick the ball to the wall here and back without damaging the flat. Um, and then actually that's helping me form a habit of improving my football skills and going forward with that. So I do like the structure, like you said, but I do allow a bit of flow as well. You said some really good points there. Um, we'll talk about the Miracle Morning in, in, in a minute because I think Hal's Miracle Morning uh, routine is absolutely outstanding and, and I'm, I'm sure many people follow that. Um, but, you know, what you said about habits, so my understanding or the general consensus is that it takes about 21 days, three weeks to, to build a habit that sticks. Um, so, say, so let's take the example you spoke about uh, regarding football. So you want to improve your football skills. So is it that you're using a habit to improve your football skills better or is it that you're, you're making yourself do a bit of football training each day to build that into your daily routine as a habit? What, how would you sort of answer that question? Um, so in that example, I suppose it's more, I want to get into a routine where I'm doing it every day because when you do something every day, obviously the best people in the world practice in their area. So if you've got the best speaker in the world, mm. they're going to, the best speaker in the world is going to practice speaking every day. So someone like Tony Robbins is probably yeah. going to practice speaking every day and that's why he's so good at it. Um, so my idea behind that is that I want to be able to just do a sh little bit each day um, so so that I'll get better. But by actually, at this first, I try to do it for 
21 to 28 days, I think, just mm. so actually it became a natural habit. Yeah. So at first, when you recognise it's a habit you need to incorporate into, you need to sort of set yourself up to do that enough that actually it becomes a bit more habitual for you. Well, like you said earlier, go into autopilot mode. I mean, you know, in, in a very commercial society sometimes and with uh, many business individuals um, having, you know, very busy lives, they have their own goals and they have their own mindset. And, you know, regardless of the business capacity, I'm sure they want to achieve many things in their personal life as well as in business as well. And it is really hard to add new um, habits or new um, tasks into your daily routine because it is, it is a very busy um, lifestyle, like you said earlier. So I think if you want to create a new habit and you want to self-improve or develop a certain skill set, then would, you, would the advice be to encourage others to pick one or two tasks that they can add within their day as a habit, do that for 21 to 28 days so it becomes an autopilot mode so they don't even have to think about doing it. They can actually do that and self-develop in those areas. Do you think that's a good sort of a piece of information to share with others? I, I, I would say so. Um, myself, I've just been doing a great course from um, Rob Dahl actually and it's about doing the 30 day challenge. So, you yeah. know, that little bit more. And it's about adding in a new habit for 30 days. And by doing it so much, you, the, the basis is by doing it so much, it becomes automatic because your brain's got a lot to think about. Yeah. It, it puts things into autopilot mode. So when you're reinforcing a new habit enough, and we're saying about three to four weeks, doing it every day consistently, it's going to become autopilot mode, so your brain doesn't have to work as hard to try and think about it. So actually, it's something you just do. A bit like riding a bike. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If you keep practicing over and over again, um, God, don't know how I learned to do that, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very interesting. But what one thing I would say is, uh, from what I found, I don't know what what your thoughts in, in sec, Jamie, but um, is that. That the habit you don't want to make too hard mm. um, when you make a new habit really hard so for example if you're saying you want to get fit and go for a run every day if you're saying you're going to run for two hours a day every day at first you're probably going to think wow that's going to be great you're probably going to do it for about three four days and then suddenly and then suddenly you'll you'll find it too hard you'll start getting knackered whilst actually maybe a 15 20 minute run um, and not even too much high intensity every day. It's going to be a bit more beneficial. Yeah, I quite agree. Um, I was having this conversation with someone the other day who was asking some advice on the mindset uh, following a talk I was doing. And uh, they, they wanted to um, change some of their um, habits uh, and making them a bit more positive. And they asked my advice and I said, to be honest, in any goal, you know, there are challenging uh, situations and you, you should be achieving for, you know, success. But I think you're right, John. I think it's, it's better to start um, with a smaller sort of routine or a smaller goal um, and then naturally grow that to build it into mm. further development. Because I think if you if you start with something that is going to take up too much time um, or that is, you know, quite challenging to manage, then it might have a negative effect on you and put it off. Yeah, put you put off, you off it, it, yeah. So, you know, I think I think 
whatever you decide you want to improve in your life or in a business capacity is break the goal down to its earlier stages of it and then start doing that every day until it becomes an autopilot mold, mode and, and then you can naturally um, it, it, you can develop it moving forward really so no, I think that's a good uh, a good point. I suppose um, in, your, in your sort of starting your new business are there kind of maybe a habit or two you've kind of done to sort of get into kind of more of a regular routine yeah i think especially for being a business owner and running your own company you you've got to be very um structured in some areas so i actually do have a, a you know a, a certain morning routine i follow uh, adapted from sort of the miracle morning routine by howard <laughs> yeah. which we, we talked about <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but I, and I, i've heard you know in listening to other podcasts and um talking with other individuals, you know, many successful business people, they will follow a morning routine. Personally, I think having a great morning routine, it really sets you up for the rest of the day. Uh, it makes you more awake and more energetic. Um, and then you can really feel like you can accomplish certain things that day. Because when we talk about, um, you know, many tasks we do throughout the day, I, I was in the corporate world, world previously. Mm. And, you know, I, I feel I, I had busy fool syndrome. Uh, you know, I was doing the task because it was my job. But I wasn't really taking the breaks I needed to go back, self-reflect, um, re-energize my mind and then come back with better thoughts and processes I could do moving forward. And that's where I found now being a, uh, my own, running my own company, having, having a good morning routine sets me up for the day. Um, I sort of either whether it's visualizing what I want to do, as, as, as actually the Miracle Morning talks about. Um, or whether I do some, you know, some writing and my goals are written down and talk about, you know, what I want to achieve that day. With me, you know, I, I, I've always had a really determined uh, mindset where if I set myself certain tasks in a day or say within a time period, um, I will always achieve them. And that's if I have to put the extra hours in. Uh, when I do, do provide my sales training to individuals and we talk about their goals relating to the sales and business goals they have, I usually try and, as most people will be aware in the business world, break it down to 30, 60, 90 days. Yeah. Um, and, and, and But you, you reactively look at those goals every day and you adapt them uh, depending on you know what's happening within the market or your business world um, or you you review them and making sure you are actually achieving them because it's so easy to talk about wanting to do something I'm sure we've heard this many times from our <laughs> friends our family yeah I really want to do that I want to become a famous singer or whatever it may be but how many people follow it through and I think the reason why we're talking about habits today is to actually encourage other individuals to say you know what well, whatever goal you have um, whatever you want to achieve, you know, in your personal or your business life, you can do it. But it's back. It's going back to the very foundations of okay, where do I need to start? How do I then adapt that and develop it? And then you can see the how it will go into fruition moving forward and what you will look back and achieve. So actually, what might be a good idea, Johnny, is if, could you give us an example of some a skill or um, a, a task or a goal you had previously which you you didn't do you didn't have before you did you got into a good habit and a good routine and then you managed to achieve it moving forward so yeah an ex example i suppose i've written a few books which is amazing well done <laughs> yeah um so i suppose when when i started writing i before i got into the um, mental health and personal growth uh, sort of area I started with children's fiction just on the basis of I really enjoyed writing, well, reading those books when I was younger. So it was something I really liked the fantasy world and the creativity yeah. side of that. <laughs> um, and then actually from taking action, as probably we could we talk about some other time, but you actually discover what you're really into by just trying different things. And um, so going, sorry, going back to the uh, children's fiction example, I found... Um, in order to achieve writing the book, I'd 
I didn't necessarily at first always have a timeline that I wanted to work to. I'm, I'm very much kind of work on plans now for my books. Um, if things slip, that's fine now and then. Obviously, I try and keep some kind of structure and discipline, but I have a lot going on, like like yourself. Um, but I have more of a timeline. But before what I was doing, it's more of a case of perhaps writing 500 words a day. And then the next phase would be editing a few pages a day. And then it would be going back and editing a few pages a day again on my next draft and so on and so on. So it's really kind of, and this is when I was in my previous job a few years ago in the public sector and it'd be in my lunchtime, I'd just be writing a few hundred words or I'd be doing the editing. And actually by doing a habit of working on my book each day, that helped me achieve achieve actually finishing the book and publishing the book. So I think that's that's kind of a key example I've got now. That's a really good example. And I think it's fascinating what you actually said there, Johnny. Like, you didn't set yourself a time frame on it and a deadline. I mean, I'm sure coaches would disagree with this, that, you know, you should definitely have a deadline to achieve in your goals. I mean, I do that now. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> just, but the, the, purpose, the, the idea of habit actually works yeah, well, you know, really effectively. What, what I was going to say, that, um, you know, we, we would encourage to have a deadline because you are working towards something and you kind of mm. put yourself in the mode that you would achieve it. But I actually liked exactly what you said there. I felt that... You know, because you had other things going on in your life, you didn't want to put the pressure and stress on yourself to, to complete the book, so you didn't have the deadline. But what you did do is, which was amazing, you said to yourself, right, let's get into a really good habit of, say, writing 500 words a day, so that naturally become a habit, and then you pro I, I would have imagined you probably achieved writing that book a lot quicker than if you put yourself a deadline of writing it within a year, because your habit was more successful at that point in time for you with regards to this example. And I think that speaks volumes to, you know, to the listeners, actually, that, you know, if you look at habits that you could create daily, maybe that is more powerful to then saying, I want to achieve this in X amount of time. Um, I think I think you should have the end goal in mind. And I do think you should, you know, think about deadlines because, you know, you it's like having a coach out there when you've got to have that call with him every few weeks or every month or whenever it is. You kind of really want to, uh, you know, complete the goal because you know you've got to talk to your coach about it. And they're going to be they're going to be picking you up on it. Yeah, um, but getting yourself into a very good ha uh, habitual routine, I think I think it's really fascinating. And you know, we we've had many conversations about this ourselves and, and why we want to you know elaborate on it today and provide advice and guidance to you know to the listeners of this podcast. But you know, with other people I speak to, you know, we, we talk about goals and we talk about mindset because it's, these are natural conversations to mm. have, but not many people are really talking about habits out there. I mean, do you know any, like, successful people already who really talk about habits that much? Um, I, I suppose there's, there's people like, there's a great book by um, Charles, oh, I can't remember his name, Charles Derhig, I think, or something, yeah, right. on, on habits, which is a really good book, actually, I'd recommend. Um and again, going back to uh, Rob Dahl, he talks about it a lot. Um, and obviously, mo hopefully, uh, well, most of, quite a lot of us know Tony Robbins as the, yeah. uh, the, the <laughs> one of the biggest uh, personal growth people in the world. But um, he uh, he's very much into habits and uh, talking about that. He talks about many things that any video you watch, mm -hmm. you think, wow. But um, yeah, when he talks about habits, he actually shares some of his. So, mm, well, like we we talked about the miracle warning, yeah, um, yeah. But also, Tony's got his own morning routine where he gets up in the quite early hours, certainly earlier than I get up anyway. And <laughs> you know, he's jumping in freezing cold water yeah, to wake himself up, and then he's priming his brain for the day by 
you know, doing bits of gratitude and then thinking about his goals, where he wants to go, and he encourages people to do the same. So there's an example of someone with very good habits. Mm. But any kind of really, you know, person at the top of their game, top of their area, has got good habits. So, like, obviously, big football fans, yeah. I hear someone like mm. Cristiano Ronaldo, alongside one of the best footballers in the world. Obviously, there's always a debate who's the best one, but he's he's playing football every day. And I've read his autobiography. Oh, right. he, He's, you know, he's playing football, kicking a football every day. That's a habit, consistently. Yeah, yeah. And that's why he's he's like that. That's why he's like that in football. And then you've got, like, people like Alan Sugar, who, top, yes. top of the business field, you've got your Richard Bransons. Yeah. But they're consistently, you know, working what they love each day. And that's why they achieve it. Well, I think, you know, when you're going back, say, to the mindset of uh, individuals, I mean, great examples there, you know, really, you know, some key people. But, you know... Again, go back to the Miracle Morning, you know, it's something that uh, I think most people aspire to, you know, it, it talks about six different habits you do in the morning and it, it, it sort of acquires using different parts of your um, your mentality, your mindset, um, you know, to acquire new information, set you up for the day um, and I think in your own self, make you more passionate about what you want to achieve that day and I think, I think mm. that, you know, has done fantastically well because again, it's something that's, you know, set apart in, in the habit world, shall we say, and, and how's done a fantastic job with that. Um, I think, you know, sports people specifically, like you said, they, they've got to stick to a very good routine, a very, you know, strong habits, whether they're talking about nutrition or their diets or, you know, the, the sports uh, training and exercise they need to do each day to become top of their field. You know, it must be very challenging. And I think, well, and, and even the business people as well, you know, uh, we've, we've all been in, you know, we've been in corporate companies, we've been in businesses, you know, there are KPIs to achieve and many tasks to do that day. I think, you know, most people like to stay in a habit because first of all, I think it's probably feels a bit more comfortable. You know, you can achieve those yeah. things every, those every day. Um, also I think that, you know, you're, you're good at what you do so stay good at what you do. How about we put that on the flip side and say like, you know, what if there's some negative habits, that yeah. we have, which we all have, you know, I'm sure, you know, We'd all might binge watch some TV series. Yeah, yeah, really on Netflix. Good on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Which are absolutely amazing. But really, you know, if you want to... Yeah, do... we're not condemning them. We'd like to say <laughs> we do love them. Where really you could be a personal development in every area. So um, is there any negative ways that we could actually break negative habits to help us with, uh, increase our positive ones? Yeah, I mean, negative habits. We, we could First of all, there's some examples we can think of. So there's... It's things like people want to give up smoking sometimes. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to never get addicted or, or start smoking because when I've tried to smoke, I, I'd probably smoke the wrong end of the cigarette, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's, there's things like that where people get addicted and actually they know it's bad for them and they know it's bad for their health, but they can't give it up. And bad habits can be addictive. Um, and, and like you say, you talked about it might not be as bad as that for your health, but it might be watching... Netflix consistently as opposed to doing something productive. I mean, watching Netflix now and then, it's going to be great for you, you know, chilling out, yeah, enjoying you yourself. Relax. You need a bit of downtime, yeah. definitely. Um, but there's also stuff like, we're lots of us are addicted, let's face it, are addicted to social media these days mm. because it's everywhere and it can be really good. But 
that can be a bad habit if you're consistently looking on your news feed and seeing what's going on rather than connecting with your yeah. yourself. So I probably see that as, as more of a distraction, you know, and uh, that, like you said, it is taking you away from doing other things that you yeah. might want to do that day or communicating with people in general. Um, you know, it, it depends what I think uh, individuals want to get out of the day. But I want to talk about the, let's go on to the smoking uh, example you yeah. mentioned there because. You know, I don't actually smoke myself, but I have friends and family who do. And, you know, some of them, I've actually, this is a general, you know, thing they say is that, oh, I only do it because it's a habit. Yeah. Now, you know, I agree with what they're saying, but, you know, when you look mm-hmm. at the, the negative impact is that, you know, smoking is having on your body, uh, are they really aware of that? Are, are they doing it just because it's a habit? Do they generally enjoy it? Most people, you know, do it because they actually do like smoking. Other people do it because, you know, it's something that they feel into their routine, whether they have it after a meal or whether they maybe do some exercise and have and have a cigarette as a reward. You know, it's up, it's up to them personally what they have. But, you know, how, how, how do you think we could maybe help other individuals break habits such as this? Because it is, a, you know, think of the money and the health... Um, impact it is causing you. For example, if we use smoking as the example, yeah. so there's many other ones. It could be in the wrong type of food, yeah. um, or it could be not having a good sleep sleeping pattern. You know that that could be a different subject altogether. But what advice would you probably give to maybe break a habit? Yeah. So when we when we form a habit, so we talked about forming a habit, and then actually it becomes part of your part of your brain. It's almost something that's natural. Um, and when a connection is made in your brain, it's it's very hard to kind of mm. get rid of, especially if you've done it for a very long time. Now, to get rid of it, you, you're not going to completely be able to get rid of it, but you can weaken, they say you can weaken the connection. Now, what you need to do on that is actually be without that habit for a long period of time. Um, so perhaps when we talk, we talk about 30 days or mm. three to four weeks earlier. Mm. So what you really need to do is kind of give up the habit for three to four weeks. So if we talk about smoking as an example, uh, we talk, there's Stoptober, for example. And yeah. actually the, the basis of that is if you're able to give up a cigarette for, uh, 30 days or, you know, a whole month, you'll you're more likely to stop because your connections reduce a little bit. Not necessarily, that there's obviously no guarantee. And obviously as a non-smoker myself, it's, it's quite difficult to say how hard it's going to be to give up smoking because I've known people who try to give it up and they've experienced, you know, withdrawal symptoms. But by kind of getting support along the way and doing for an initial three to four weeks, it's going to reduce the connection. But it's very important that, you kind of do an initial period, I feel, and then make sure you get the support that you need to do it along the way by talking to people. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, you bring up some you know good points there, Johnny. It's any any routine and habit to break is going to be tough because you're yeah. naturally used to doing it. You you know, if you take smoking an example, you might have done that so many times a day, every day for many, many years. Yeah. And, you know, to, just to go cold turkey with something or, or reduce the amount of uh, smoke you do in a day, um, I, I think it's going to be challenging for everyone. And, you know, and if you if you want to smoke, please do. That's entirely up to you. We're not criticising smoking as, as a general. We're just using it as an example. But I think if you genuinely want to quit doing something like that, then you need to have the right willpower to do it. So going back to mindset, I think you've got to be predetermined in your mind and passionate about, right, I am going to going to stop smoking. And if you actually set that in as, um, as an anchor, shall we say, in your mind, 
you will eventually achieve it because it is going to be hard. Um, it's going to, you know, cause you to feel many emotions while giving up, you know, smoking because it is an addiction um, and it produces chemicals in your body differently. Yeah. Um, but, you know, have the support around you of your friends, your family, follow self-help guides, um, you know, and there is a lot of that out there, you know, especially for sort of smoking. I mean, uh, from a psychological perspective, um, you know, from doing my psychology degree previously, they have something called aversion therapy. Have you, have you heard about this? I've come across it, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's more where you associate something you want to stop with, with something, with some sort of negative stimuli. So, say, say you smoking as the example again, you might have a cigarette and then you might eat a food which you absolutely hate and you feel sick after it and then you're naturally going to associate smoking with that horrible feeling of feeling sick. And, you know, and there are actual other treatments and medications out there, but you could use something or something like that to associate yourself with that. Okay, I don't want to have this feeling of being sick, so I'm not going to smoke because that's what I'm associated with. Yeah. Um, so that is, that is one way of doing it. But I think personally, if we want to break a negative habit, I think, you know, rather than stopping something like we would say cold turkey, I think it's reducing it slightly. I was about to say that actually. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a point I, I missed out. It's, it's about, um, if, if it, so if we're talking, you, you have, I don't know if it's like, Ten cigarettes a day. Maybe it's doing thirty days of five cigarettes a day, and then thirty days of two cigarettes a day, and then we then you go down to none for thirty days. Mm. So, or kind of maybe a different variation in a number of days. But I think I think that's a very good point, and I I was certainly thinking that as we were talking then about not going completely cold yeah. turkey. But... Well, it's kind of like the reverse psychology side of it. If you're, if you're forming a habit, like you said, football earlier, and you say you might do 30 minutes extra a day, you're practising your football skills, and you do that over three to four weeks, you're naturally going to build that habit. I think reversing that the other way around, to break a habit such as smoking or eating, stop eating chocolate, for example, is to reduce the amount you eat on a, on a daily basis. So you're still, you're still getting that um, sort of a need which you want from that um, product or whatever it is. And then, you know, you can slightly, slowly reduce that to the point where you actually, you know, don't feel like you need to have it anymore. Um, and, and the benefits of that is it's probably going to cause you less stress, yeah. um, you know, doing it in that way. Um, I also think it's, you know, it's not going to have so much of an impact on you every day. Because bearing in mind, when we are talking about either forming a habit or, or breaking a habit, you know, you've still got your daily life to live, whether it's going to work or doing many other things you have in, in a day. You know, you can't put too much pressure on yourself is what I, I feel. Um, I think, you know, let, let's sort of like finally talk about like mindset and um, and that maybe the type of habits that I suppose how we identify what habits we do want to create. So if we put that in, in sort of a coaching perspective, talk about goals, talk about mindset, mm-hmm. um, what we want to achieve. Yeah. How do you feel, you know, what advice could we give to the listeners about, you know, what type of habits to to create and breaking that down into the very beginning of a habit you know just to, to get people on this journey shall we say because we all do want to get to achieve more goals in our life uh, because you know we're, we're people development we know we're naturally growing we're improving ourselves but s- some individuals might not have an idea where to start so what advice could we probably give absolutely so i think it's very very important that we first of all get very clear on our goals so that's because our habits need to be consistent with our goals, but actually we need to understand what our goals are. And goal setting is not something we should necessarily take lightly. We need to be really specific on what we want. So for me, I love to speak, I love to write, 
and I like to coach as well. I love to coach. So I'm very clear about that. I like to go to my Toastmasters meetings. I like to do my YouTube videos. I like to right. write blogs and everything. So I'm very clear that, you know, I'd like to progress my speaking career. I'd like to progress my writing. So I think it's very important that you, you're clear on your goals. And your goals are going to change as you, as you try more things and um, as you grow as a person. But it's really important to take time to identify your goals and identify what in the long term you want, what you want maybe on a monthly basis, what you want to do on a weekly basis. And then what you've got to identify is actually do, does what you do on a day-to-day -day basis support it? So if you, let's, it's probably good to use examples again really, I yeah, think. Yeah. So say if we go to the speaking example, say you want to um, do a regular YouTube channel and you, you want to do a weekly YouTube and you want to be quite a good YouTube speaker, get a message across about an area you're interested in. If you're not doing any speaking until that, like once, once a week or once every two weeks, you you know you're going to get a little bit better each time, yeah. but if you're not, but if you're not practicing for twenty minutes a day, perhaps ten twenty minutes, even ten minutes a day, um, in front of a camera, looking at your skills, looking at you know other good speakers, you're not really going to get any better. So it's important to identify what the goals are, and then make sure you've got habits that are consistent with those goals. Do you know, I really like what you said there because it's easy to say, you know, I want to achieve this goal, but, but why do you want to achieve that goal? You know, and, and actually maybe think about how you will feel once you've achieved that goal. Yeah. I think that's really point. going to help anyone, you know, visualise where they will be in their future self once they've achieved that goal. And that's really going to help you to get there. But, but really look at the why factor. Why is that goal important to you? You know, is it for self-development? Is it because you want to inspire individuals? You know, if you can really understand the why factor, that's really going to concrete in your mind that you do want to achieve that goal. And then I really liked what you said just there as well. You know, we, we're going to get distracted. There's so many other things going on in our daily life. You know, create a habit that is going to align with your goal and make sure that you do do that. Because it's so easy to get complacent and not continue to do a habit and, you know, get distracted with many other things. But if you're not actually looking at the end goal and why you want to get to that point, you might neglect doing that habit each day. So I really think you've got to, for a goal purposes, I would say definitely research, uh, you know, what your motivators are, find out what you're passionate about. It's more likely going to help you achieve that goal, yeah. you know, because it could be it's really challenging. And, you know, it might be climbing a mountain, you know, which would be great. Whatever it is personal to you, if you are passionate about doing it, you, know, you will achieve it. Break that down into doing a little bit each day um, and, and keeping that same routine, that same habit going, as we talked about, for at least three to four weeks. You'll find it will naturally be a part of your daily routine where you won't even have to think about scheduling that in there. I mean, and to sort of finish off with, how, 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 much, how many minutes or, you know, time in a day do you think someone should do that habit for that they are creating? What would you probably... From your experience and your habits, what would you suggest? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, so I, I was actually going to touch on um, that you don't have too many habits and too much in the day because mm. that can cause overload. So if you're thinking, so if we go back to the speaking example, if you're thinking I want to be a really good YouTube speaker or even like a public speaker yeah. and you just practice for 10 to 20 minutes in front of the camera, but if you're also saying I'm going to do an hour's reading in the evening of on on some things that support this i'm also going to do an hour of watching videos you know that's probably a bit too much because you've yeah. got to have dinner you've got to have some downtime you've got to go to bed you've got you're getting in probably getting in from work so i, th I think it's 
shorter but habits that support where you want to go are definitely key making sure they're not too long so you know even if it's like 10 to 20 minutes that's great it's it's better i always think to do 10 to 20 minutes of yeah. a habit rather than doing once a week of an hour of a habit yeah. i think because you're not constantly doing and you might you're more likely to stop that hour a week as yeah. well you might likely to neglect it so yeah. i think you know t even just 10 to 20 minutes even what i do kicking the ball about just five minutes mm. it, it could be anything five to 20 minutes i think the key message here whatever habit you decide to do um and whatever goal you know it will align to i think i think the, the message is probably to do to do that every day to do to do something regarding your habit every day because then you know it will naturally be brought into your routine um you will you will see the results it's going to be giving you daily developing yourself daily and naturally i think that will have a positive impact in all other areas of your life to be honest um you know so i, I think that's the message uh, you know from today so yeah i probably just add on that as well that um you you may feel sometimes actually this isn't there'll be points where you think oh this isn't really going anywhere it's not getting better but there's always i found there's always one moment that suddenly you're like wow where did that come from and suddenly you've improved out of nowhere but it's not nowhere you've improved that on it's the consistent practice you've been doing well i think um everything's about character building and you know you mentioned some you know successful business people and um, professional people earlier you know i'm sure that they, they had many different challenges to overcome and they, they built in some really good habits to achieve what they did. And you're right, it doesn't come straight away. You know, um, I, I've also written a book which took about six years of my life, you know, mm, and that was... Brilliant. Good but, book. Enjoy it. <laughs> thank you. But that was many of my weekends to write that. And it was something I was passionate about. And, you know, and I, you, you can't expect, uh, you know, to, to achieve something like that overnight. So, so the message is to, to do it every day, keep positive, keep going with it, really work out what goal you want to achieve and you can achieve anything. So um, I'd like to say to the listeners about this is that, you know, set yourself a task, you know, go away, think of a new goal or a goal you want to achieve and, and break that down into doing it habits daily and then come back to me and Johnny, we'll, we'll give our, um, our contact details in a second and tell us about your successes because, you know, we're going to continue talking about these and other important areas um, of life, you know, whether it's regard to uh, goals, motivation, um, having a growth mindset and, and mental health, which I think are really key topics in, in, in developing ourselves. And we want to hear feedback from yourselves. Um, you know, and how it's impacted and changed your life, really. So if you have any questions or any feedback from today, today's podcast, um, and please tell us some examples about the habits you, you have uh, achieved from, from listening to this. Um, so my email is jamie at correctcareerscoaching.com. Um, so please, please contact me in that, in that manner. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can just search for Jamie Martin. And yourself? Yeah, and um, my email's um, author at johnnypardo.com. Or you can visit my website for some more resources because I share plenty of blogs and um, also got a YouTube channel and I'm also on LinkedIn like uh, like Jamie. So just uh, searching Johnny Pardo to those. And what was uh, your website, Johnny? And yeah, sorry, my uh, website's uh, just johnnypardo.com. And I've read some of your blogs, especially the ones regarding mental health. They are fantastic. So please, oh, thank you. <laughs> please do read them. Um, so yes, um, enjoy the rest of uh, your, your day, your week, whatever it is. Uh, go out there and achieve those habits. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to, um, to hearing from you. Thank you ever so much for listening. Thank you.